Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from Gatineau, Quebec. Welcome to the show, Justine Picard. Thank you very much. Great to have you here. Now, Justine, you've been working in our business in an internship role for a little while now and thought it would be awesome just to get you on the show to talk to us about what that experience has been like. But before we do, why don't you give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your real estate journey? Yes. So I have been raised in a family that did mostly construction. So my father was uh, someone who worked in renovations, also landscaping and new construction, residential construction, I should say. My stepmother also did interior design and uh, mostly focused on kitchen and bath design. And as I grew up, we flipped houses so we would they would purchase houses we'd live in them as we were flipping them and i often helped with the labor related to those flips i went on to do 3 years of civil engineering technician in school and i also am renovating my own house as we speak so that's a bit of the background that i have that's awesome so how old were you when you first picked up a hammer I can, it's a bit of a funny story. I can remember hitting my dad in the head accidentally with a hammer uh, when I was five years old, I believe. And it kind of spiraled from there. So ever since then, <laughs> I've been kind of helping out and using, uh, using tools. So it's kind of in my blood. That's amazing. So you've been working in our business for a little while. Now, in an internship role, let me start by saying that we get the offer for someone to come and work in our business for free, uh, we get it very frequently. And it rarely works out. And the reason it rarely works out is because it's not someone's main thing. They have another set of commitments. And what we get are the leftovers. And it's not just the leftovers, it's the occasional leftovers. And we have a real business to run with real projects and real deadlines and all of that kind of stuff. And it doesn't take very long before we can't count on that individual to actually deliver even on very small things. And so it usually falls apart at that point. Your engagement with us has been extremely different, where what I'm seeing from you is an extraordinary level of commitment. And you're uh, very much aware of the the flow of the projects and the deadlines and, and all of that. And you've just managed to slot in almost seamlessly into the business, which has been fantastic. What's that experience been like for you from your perspective as you're juggling all of your priorities? So I think there's a few things that have made the experience work and a few things that also make the experience really difficult. Obviously, being an intern, a non-paid intern makes it difficult with regards to um, being able to dedicate myself 100% to the business. So given that I am 29. I'm not fresh out of school. I have my own house. I have my own permanent job as well. So that kind of takes over most of my time and it makes it difficult to dedicate myself to the to the business 100% just because of the fact that I am working a 40-hour job. So that would be the major the major issue that I would see for most people. I have managed to kind of work around that. So being working in a flexible job I've managed to change my schedule to be able to accommodate working 
in the afternoon instead of working during the day, mostly. So I've been able to do my tasks and do the work that I need to do after hours, which has, which is really beneficial to uh, the internship. I think the other thing too that you sort of touched on it is the fact that understanding of the deliverables and the steps that are required to attain a certain project. I think given my experience or my little background in even flipping houses, I understand the process of permits uh, and then doing the job itself and then listing, then selling. So I have a certain understanding of, okay, well, plumbing and electrical needs to go in first before we can put up drywall, then mudding, then paint, then finishes, right? So there is that component where I can sort of see the steps and I know where projects are headed. Um, so I think obviously that that experience is very minor and especially in real estate development, it's not quite the same, but I think that has really helped me in this field understand where the priorities lie and how the steps work to get from point A to point B. So I think that's probably what the two major components uh, are for the internship. What was your first impression as you were sitting in the very first of our daily staff meetings and you were listening to us go through the list of projects, you know, project after project? What were what was your first impression uh, on that very first day as you were uh, just sitting in on that staff meeting? I'm very good friends with one of uh, one of your partners, and he oftentimes talked about his projects just in his personal life and, and explained to me what he was doing and explained to me the projects that he was working on. And that was always interesting to me. So right off the bat, I kind of knew where we were headed. I knew what types of projects we were going to be working on. I sort of knew the nature of it. When I attended that first meeting, I it was obviously the dynamic. You don't know the dynamic between the partners. So that I find the team works really, really well. Obviously, hearing him talk about the projects and stuff like that, you don't really understand fully until you kind of kind of immersed in it. So I found that really impressive. And to be quite frank, I I was I was hooked the first meeting that we had. I saw the opportunities and I saw the work that needed to be done. And it's something that given my experience and my background, I kind of always gravitate towards. So I was really excited actually the first time we had the meeting and the first meeting we had. And yeah, it was, it was really exciting actually. When anyone comes into an organization, it doesn't matter whether the role is a paid role or not paid role, a partnership role, employee doesn't uh, advisor, doesn't matter. There's a number of things in my view that, are necessary for that relationship to work. Number one, there has to be almost the right chemistry, if you will. The individual needs to be committed, and I'm certainly seeing that from you. Uh, The person has to be coachable. I'm seeing that from you. They have to be competent. And that was one of the things that really stood out for me because I see you taking a tremendous amount of initiative beyond just being handed a task. You're thinking a couple of chess moves ahead and saying, well, what about this? What about that? What about spacing between items that might have a regulatory limit and so on? You're taking that initiative that the average person wouldn't even think to go that far ahead. So that's been very impressive. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why you've earned the trust, not just of myself, but also the entire team. Where did that come from? Oh, thank you. 
Well, it seems to always come back to that. But I, I think the fact that I grew up in that environment and I, I saw both sides of it. So there was the construction, the labor part of it, reading the plans, having to do the design work and stuff like that. Whereas when my stepmother would design kitchen and baths, well, there are certain rules that they have to follow. Like you said, the spacing between items or you know the, the halls have to have a certain, a certain width. It's all in the code. So I was already kind of immersed in that environment. And when I went to school for civil engineering, whenever we did uh, draw plans or whenever we did work on roadways or even structural, when we touched on that, there was, there was always codes that we had to reflect back to that we had to think of, okay, well, this is what the project that we're, we're kind of working on. What are the steps that we need to accomplish and work back from there. So I think, I think my experience in general, how long I've been immersed in that general environment has really helped. Also, I think when people talk about unpaid internships, we often talk about people who might be younger, just coming out of school. So I think the fact that I've done other things and I've worked other places and I have that experience of trying to work my way up the ladder, I think that also comes into play when it comes time to accepting the grunt work and accepting uh, having to do the small things to be able to work my way up to doing the big things. And I think that comes a lot from my experience in the workplace in a public setting. So I think both combined basically are, are what have allowed me to come to this point. I love that. And one of the things that also struck me as well is that you've got an ability to understand projects from a planning perspective. Again, that's not something that people are naturally born with. And I don't know if that comes from your role in your current government job or just being around the job site itself, but that's also a unique skill set. So, you know, there's so many things that come together when you are working in the construction realm and the development realm. There's so many moving parts, and it's difficult for someone to learn all of them simultaneously. Out of the five or six or maybe a dozen things or skills that are required, which are the ones that you think you brought to the table, and which are the ones that you think you're developing? I think the knowledge itself. Oftentimes, when when we talk about things in the meetings, what I've noticed is that all of you seem to have your specific areas where you're extremely knowledgeable and you're right off the bat, like you guys know what you guys are talking about. And, and that comes from obviously experience and working with things. But I think at this point, that's where I'm kind of learning and the exposure of everything will, will come with time. Like you said, knowing how to read plans and stuff like that, that's, I think I've developed that through school, but At this point, I think just my experience in knowing what steps you have to take to build a custom house or what steps are required for obtaining a permit and stuff like that. Although I don't know the specifics of it, I think my previous experience has kind of led me to the point where I know what needs to be done and gathering the details on how to do it is, is basically where I'm lacking. I know the general picture. I just need the the details that are important to getting to that general picture. I love it. Well, Justine, glad to have you here as part of the team. 
And for the listeners at home, hopefully this gives you a perspective on what it means to be an intern in a business like ours. We're involved in multiple development projects, both large and small, in multiple cities around North America, and maybe gives you some insight as to what it might take for you to bring an intern into your business. We've had success in a handful of instances. Justine is one of them. Second example would be folks that are in the military that are transitioning out of the military. Their skills bridge programs, both in the United States and Canada, specifically to get people transitioning from the military workforce into the civilian workforce, training programs where the military actually pays for those folks to get skills and training in new businesses. And we've had very good success with that program as well. So as you think about that, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.